Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho comedy show on any station across the nation. My name is Brian Murder Brian Quinby. I'm doing a fucking monstrous job at introing this show. My partner, Brett Payne. Payne is uh, taking a huge dab that's going to definitely make him see stars. You can find everything we do on patreon.com slash streetfightradio. Twitch and stuff is also a place you can go to. Just search us up. I don't know. I mean, what a day to do a podcast. This is great. Uh, well, that's the intro, pretty much, for me. Uh, thank you for joining us. Brad, are you okay? Are you going to make it? Are you seeing stars? I'm doing great. Thank you for doing the uh, intro. Some people asked you to do the intro since you promised to do it like a month ago. I got a brand new rig uh, from my buddy Al Gore Glass uh, on Instagram. Al Gore, like the stupid politician, Glass, uh, works with Sephir Glass and gave me this amazing fucking dab rig that I just can't even believe it's mine. This is better than a graphics bong, really. It is better than a graphics bong. But, uh, I mean, graphics bongs are cool, too. <laughs> but uh, Let's not take a shit on graphics bongs just to make Al Gore feel good. But thank you for helping me. Oh, hey, you know, anytime. I think it was a real cracking intro I just did there. Really good stuff. I yeah, did. You so, really did it. Feeling real good about myself, you know. Uh, d- drove my car over here, my uh, my Kia Soul, that uh, is now perfectly fixed and in perfect condition after one month of uh, waiting for it to get done. So, we're feeling good now. The, the car story is over not bad yeah yeah here only Um, 65 years to get it done but it's done and it's here it happened i just had to karen my way to get it done and i did i'm a karen but it's done but it is uh it's a lot easier to do these days you don't really have to go in and, and raise a fuss anymore you have to do a bad facebook that's how i feel so uh uh, let's just get right into it this week. I got a lot of stuff to talk about on the show. We got some very fun stuff for later on, uh, maybe here and here soon. And uh, so I guess the first thing I want to bring up is this story I saw on the hill earlier today. Not not on the hill, the website, the hill, you which weren't, you weren't on the hill. I was not. I wasn't on the Capitol Hill. No, I wasn't there monitoring what's going on with the crumb bums in Washington. I've, I've been to Capitol Hill a couple of times. Me too. Love. I've been to both Capitol Hills, to tell you the truth. I've been to the one in Seattle and the one in Washington, War- Washington, D.C. So uh, I actually one of my favorite Capitol Hill memories. Uh, I went and met Zlinger at a bar in Capitol Hill when he was in town and uh there was a guy next to us at the bar that was getting a cheeseburger, and he was like, "My wife says I can't, I can't have these things anymore." So he was sneaking away to eat a bar cheeseburger. That is adulthood, right there. Yeah, That's, for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. 
That is adulthood. I wish I I'm I'm probably I'm embarrassed now whenever I get a cheeseburger. Really? Yeah, because my wife is always like, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, (laughs) cheeseburger. And she's like, oh, of course you want a fucking cheeseburger. It makes me feel like a real one-note guy. But I, at my core, am a real one-note guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I refer to all y'all as the cheeseburger guys. Cheeseburger and pizza. Um, That's the two things I am, man. I love a cheeseburger. I love a pizza. I shouldn't eat them. And I don't eat them. I don't even eat them every week now cheeseburgers pizza i do but uh when i get them i get excited i went cheeseburger tonight oh so mad so mad at at the uh, apps for the second time in a time sensitive situation because i had to get over here they fucking decide a half hour after i put my order in that they're just going to cancel it that's a great uh, one you're like oh cool now i have to fucking figure out (laughs) how to get food fast i guess you know, really, in the end, I can pick it up. I was trying to be... I, I try not to go into a lot of places right now. I try to limit the amount that I go indoors in public. So... Yeah, I uh, I mean, Grubhub definitely lost my business. Uh, we tried to, to get it at, like... We tried to get food at 845 a couple times, and it just fell apart. Yeah. So we've literally just been working on uh, having more stuff back up late-night food. You know, a lot of it is like just having freezer food that you don't mind heating up. Even True. like I think there's this there's this real there's this problem where you convince yourself everything has to be farm to table and fresh and made from scratch all the time. I do like that though. It is great. It's fucking fantastic. But on a weeknight, like if you can get a frozen fucking Amy's for dinner, that's a good idea. That's a better idea than just paying for sloppy styrofoam shit from Grubhub. Yeah, you know. So like I, I don't know there I don't know I, I don't know we I, I put a lot of pressure on uh, dinner being like great but cheese and crackers is a fine dinner sure sure so uh, this story from the hill is something that we've been following since the beginning of COVID and I think it is something that we should uh, I I like to hammer home and I think this is actually the definitive hammer home a point we've been making for a while story okay. Uh, A teenage Chili's hostess in Louisiana is reportedly recovering from injuries after being attacked by dining guests for enforcing social distancing policies at the restaurant. Kelsey Wallace, 17, said the attack occurred Sunday Sunday after she told a group of 13 people they could not sit at a single table, citing company COVID-19 measures, local (laughs) ABC affiliate reported. Uh, my general manager tells us we're not supposed to sit a table over six because of the coronavirus, Wallace said, adding that since the group had 13, one extra table would still not work for the guests. Um, Wallace ah, said the diners okay. became upset and attacked her before she could reach her manager. She pushed me. And when she pushed me, all I knew was to push her back. That, you got my mom taught me that every sit you always should push back if somebody pushes you the only way to really fucking get let them know that like something's gonna happen here you know i don't just people don't just push people don't push me yeah (laughs) no i've had that talk with my daughter she had an she had a uh, she got attacked by a boy on on the playground and you know i didn't make her feel bad about it or anything but there are now times when I check in and I'm just like, if, if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, like you put your fingers in their eyeballs, 
Like if someone attacks you, you take your thumb and you shove it up their nose as hard as you can. Like you try to, you, like, I, like my dad told me always to just hit people in the stomach. Like my dad was Works, always like, though. he was like, stomach that, sucks. yeah, he was like, cause if you punch people in the face, you're going to break your hand. There's teeth there. You get cut up. He's like hitting somebody in the belly. They're never ready for it. And it doubles them over. And you can, that, that's the fucking, that, that was the type of things that I was taught. And that's why I tell my daughter too, is like, um, we're not fighty people. And I did plenty of like, uh, youthful martial arts. Um, but at the same time, if someone gets physical with you, that's, you're absolutely, that's when you end it immediately. You pull their eyeball out of their head to let them know that well, it's over. And, and, you know, to tell you the truth, <clears throat> this story didn't work out that way, but, uh, when you push back, generally the person that did the pushing starts to realize that That's like true. this is business, and and then it diffuses the situation. A lot of times, we've seen enough bad fights. If you follow thirty second fights on Twitter, you see a bunch of golf guys that like say a weird comment to each other, and they get roughed into a fight. It takes so many pushes. Yeah. It's like fucking do it. It's like no, you fucking do it, and it's just back and forth nonsense. I've just I've seen a hundred of them, you know. And and when you do shove them back, it is it is a way to say like, uh, yeah, you're not in charge here. Actually, you're not in charge of my body. Yeah, we're we're you're a customer. Here's uh, we're we saw that Nepalese woman chase that British woman out of her coffee shop. Right? Uh, it was a viral video a couple weeks ago. A British woman, you know, apparently you can stay in this town for free. But, uh, you know, they don't ha you don't haggle over the prices of things because they're generous and and uh, you just you pay what they ask you to pay. And it's things a free are a room. Little, yeah. And things are a little bit more expensive because, you, you know, you pay what you ask them to pay. And and they 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 asked her to pay a price. She got weird about it. She tried to haggle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which is such a thing when when like white people when like westerners go to places outside of the u.s or or you know anywhere that's not like primarily english speaking they think that they all haggle they're oh, just yeah, they're, like they're, yeah you know you haggle with those people no they like to be talked down to yeah yeah like, you gotta make them feel like crap and then uh, tell them they're not they're selling shit so they give you the best price but so she started throwing rocks at the woman and yeah then amazing video began to chase her and the woman's freaked and she's kind of like She's acting like she's going to get killed. But when Brett showed it to me, the first thing I said is like, well, the woman that's chasing her when she does catch up to her is standing like a full three or four feet away from her. I don't like she's, think she's going to hit her. She's if not in striking distance. Somebody's going to hit you. They just Do come it. up and hit you. They don't like stand there and threaten to hit you. So she wasn't in super danger at that moment. And I think that like uh, uh, a lot of times like. I think especially when you're a customer and you're dealing with a 17 year old, you know, you push them uh, because you, you know, they're not going to push back. You, you have in your mind, this is a teenager. I'm the older person. I'm the person with all the power in this situation. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm the customer. I've seen videos of parents. I watched some parenting fails on Instagram, uh, where grownups start bullying kids at like basketball games and shit, like, like accusing them of cheating on their son or like, you know, and there's 17 year old kids and you have adults that are wiling on them. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, this Kelsey Wallace thing is, 
I mean, this is because it's a black teenager. Like yeah. this is what this is. This is the people that are out there that need to go to work, you know, and that are doing a lot of this essential work. And uh, I watched a black woman get her fucking hair pulled out of her head by a white guy uh, a couple a week or two ago uh, on the, the Minion Death Cult group. They have a great group, Minion Death Commandos. Um, and there was a lot of people that were just staring. There was a lot of people that were recording and that weren't stepping in while this white man fucking violently attacked this black woman. It was right. disgusting. Like th- that guy deserved all the pain in the world. If there's any a time for like conservative macho stuff all revolves around using violence at the correct moment. You're supposed to reserve all violence until it's true and righteous. And in that moment, it's completely acceptable regardless of what the courts say or what will happen next. It's completely acceptable to the grab that fucking guy and bounce his head off the ground. Yeah. Like as if you don't watch that happen, you like, we, we have to step into those. This is going to be our regular life. Now you need to start rolling around in a fucking BJJ student gym, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you need to get comfortable wrapping your arms around somebody's neck until they go to sleep. Yeah. And, and, and the thing we've been talking about so much on this show is like, these people are, kind of expected to do the job of policing exactly the the place a 17 year old right is expected to be running like security at a chili and doing everything right she's doing what she's told if i was in there i would have been like you know what fuck who gives a shit about covid right like i could have broke the rules that like they would have never wanted a teenager to do anything but what they're told yes and that's all she was doing so she said, and she, it's also, how do you leave the house knowing that you're in, that, you know, you're going to be a nuisance. There's going to be a problem. You, you have to, there's times when, when we go out in big groups and we get to nine people and I'm like, I don't know, we can't just guys, we can't just show up at a restaurant with nine fucking people on a Friday night. Like, yeah, let's really temper what our expectations are going to be for, for what happens. Oh, tonight. like in uh, normal days. Yeah. In normal yeah. days. Yeah. I mean, there's just. Is a 13 is a big group always. And then these times, just unbelievable. You just have a fucking patio party, okay? Just get catering and have some fucking brewskis on the patio in your backyard. What are you going to Chili's for anyway? You're going to die to go to Chili's? They want the fucking. Baby back, baby back. (laughs) I want my baby back, baby back. (laughs) That's what they want. Are they back? Oh, if they were back, people would coronavirus <laughs> yeah i want my corona corona <laughs> covid 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 i can't figure it out like no corona we'll good. workshop that out we're, yeah, we're gonna get that yeah we'll, we're gonna uh come back jake come back and put in the, the the good song after me and brett workshop it for two or three days yes um but yeah she said i pushed her back i reacted that's when her and her daughters they all came and they're grown women i'm 17 years old and they're like 20 and 30 and the woman uh, that pushed me looked like she was 40 that breaks my heart oh, that's an own though. she's a no it's not i, <laughs> I mean, know i'm kidding i'm being funny uh you're to be like you you i mean you know we talk to kids your daughter's old enough she knows what grown-ups are supposed to be like there's grown ups supposed to know better. Yeah. Something. Dude. I mean, I know that she does. That's not her experience in life. I'm sure. But as a 17 year old, when you're like, I'm being attacked by a 40 year old, how is this possible? I also just, I mean, you made the point that like when you come to a restaurant with nine people in normal times, you know, that could be an issue at, at, a, a restaurant Friday, now chilies, i don't yeah. see it that no, way they I, I think they can figure you out sure you know but but 
I will say that like you're leaving your house in 2020 with 13 people. There's going to be resistance to what you're doing. Yeah. There's you know. <laughs> right. There's going to be some resistance to whatever the fuck you're doing. I'm not telling you what to fucking do. You know? Yeah. But I think that like the understanding that if there's more than six of you, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, what it is, it's dude. Just a, you have to navigate in a different way. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And, uh, and it's the same thing with the anti-mask people. It's just like put one on because everybody else is doing it. Right. That's basically what we're at now. I know you think you're a big maverick and you're not a sheeple. Yeah. But uh, you just if you want to fucking go somewhere you got to put the fucking mask on okay that's just the way it is i don't know what the rules are in louisiana but uh, again if the rules if they don't have covid restrictions in louisiana right then don't go to a corporate fucking restaurant because they're going to have restrictions i don't know i don't i don't think so i don't think so here's here's what i'm wondering because the choice of it being a corporate chili's this is a place where you know you have the ultimate leverage, where you can say, I'm going to look up your district manager. You know that the person that the head manager at this place is hanging on for a job. These places are the best to exploit for whatever you want, because these are the epitome of the customer is always right. Yeah. And you do you fucked also- up things for people. People do fucked up things for people at corporate restaurants. The smaller owned places can say, fuck you, get out of here. Also, yes, that is actually also a good point, because I think if you're at all working in the restaurant industry, you are worried about your job, no matter if you're working at Applebee's or the local restaurant in the neighborhood. I think, you know, when you're when you're working at Chili's, you have to know that, like, at they'll at some point they have to close some of the Chili's. They're not going to close them all. Sure. But. I mean, if this carries on much longer, some of the chilies are going to close. That's just... Or be converted into ghost kitchens. Yes, yes. We did learn about ghost kitchens earlier. Hey, don't... What? Nothing. Go ahead. No, I was just taking your shine away about Thank you. the ghost kitchens. Like I, I've been knowing about them, but... Oh, no. We just learned about them 45 minutes oh, ago. Oh, sure. You know? It's just, so I'm standing there and they're on me, beating me, she added. I'm standing there trying to hit them, trying to get all of them off me. And the lady, she takes a wet floor sign and slams it in my eye. And I had blood rushing everywhere. Oh my God. Like they picked up foreign objects. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's That's like like, a wrestling thing that they did. That's like if I go to Chili's and I see my wife sitting with a guy and like her hand is on his thigh, I'm breaking out that fucking floor mop sign for sure. I'm not, I'm not coming in. I'm not going to hurt my fucking hands. I'm coming in with a fucking floor mop sign. I don't think you can do a lot of damage with one of those. I mean, they just shoved it. The reason it damaged her is because they shoved it in her fucking eye, dude. I don't know. I mean, you can swing them. They have hard edges. I let you hit me with a wet floor sign any day of the week. Any day. I don't want to make you. I don't want to hit me on the back. That's not what I'm talking about. Like a table. I'm saying with intent to hurt with the corner. You're swinging that corner. Like it's the corner. Well, there you go. The corner. There you go. That's how they drew blood on her. They they did. They drew blood. She got five stitches. They didn't do what they didn't do backyard wrestling on her fucking back. They swung the corner at her face like a sword, like an impromptu fucking sword. 
So she had exactly blood. what I would do if I if I you know like I in a heat of passion if I saw you sitting at a fucking Chili's podcasting with somebody else best believe I'll hit you with that fucking floor <laughs> mop sign. So here's the part. Peace of Mahato. <laughs> here's the part, John. You're safe. Don't worry. Here's the part that I wanted. I I I was gonna hit even more. The diners reportedly left the scene in two separate cars before authorities could arrive. Baton Rouge police said. I mean, I don't want people getting arrested, but they got there before the cops. They, like, got away with this. She they did. Had, she no, now has a medical bill. Yeah. Probably covered by workman's comp, but no, I'm fairly well, certain it's covered by workers' comp. She's not going back to work, though. Yeah, she said she's not going back to work. So but, she's not going to fill out the paperwork for Chili, so I don't think she's getting covered. Oh, let me tell her to fill out the paperwork and get covered until, you know, you get the workers' comp. You take a year off. I doubt she wants to go back to to the place. You don't have to. Okay. Like, I just fucking left and they started sending me money. Is how it worked for me. She should get... uh, Hopefully, hopefully you get your workman's comp. Worker's comp. The thing about this is that this is like complete... This is like KKK activity. Because... I don't know the... What? They let those... The cops let those fucking women get away with it. They said, Mm -hmm. oh shit, they're not here anymore. Fuck, what are we going to do? The managers, and, and this was the part that was heartbreaking, and also, not just heartbreaking, but this is a part that, that like really hit me really hard, because this is the situation we've all been in. The managers let them walk out. Like, how y'all let them leave like that? I mean, they could have locked the doors until the police came, Wallace said. And uh, they don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't care. They don't I care mean, about black women. They would have fucking let those people eat there if they hadn't drawn blood. That's true. They would have let them fucking sit down and eat if they hadn't drawn blood. For sure. I've seen it happen. I've been disrespected in fucking ways that you would, you know, that would make anybody cringe. I fucking, I got robbed at a job at gunpoint, broke my wrist. My manager drove where I was and watched me fucking tack cable to the wall for the finish. The, he just was like, well, you got to finish this and then you can leave. I finished the job after breaking your wrist. After breaking my wrist, I was hammering with the wrong hand. It was taking me extra long. And he was just kind of standing there bullshitting with the customer while I'm fucking working. And it's like that is what a middle Disgusting. manager does that is they just let anything it wasn't the cut i mean honestly it wasn't the customer's fault i got robbed sure. at the job i'm not even saying that i'm just saying like the guy could have drove there and uh let me drive back to the shop and go home while he tacked did the last part of the job you know they made me finish it though and that's what management does that is exactly what they fucking do yeah, so uh, light up the GoFundMe. Uh, you can search it. Uh, her name is Kelsey Wallace is the name uh, on GoFundMe. You'll find it. She's like 6000 away from her $10,000 goal. I-, I hope she gets more than that. She deserves a, the whole Fuck, world. Totally, dude. That's disgusting. Totally. Man. I don't know. It's just one. I like, I've, I've gotten involved in really dumb bar fights, and uh, uh, it's really... The thing about it is that, like, if you're one person trying to stop somebody from doing violence, it, it is very, it becomes a, a problem. But as soon as that first person goes, it's like dancing at a wedding. 
Like, you just got to do it. Like, the first person that does it, everybody else feels better when they interject themselves into a fucking fight. If you see someone, if you see a black teenager getting the shit beat out of them by white patriots, like, you swarm them like bees and and tear them limb from limb. Right, right. I didn't even see who did, who the people were. I don't think anybody even knows who they were. No, but I assume they they were like anti mask, like, the just knew that they could go. Fucking white people. It doesn't matter. Were they? Yeah. You read that? No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. I assumed. <laughs> I don't know. But I just didn't know. You know? Yeah, I'm just going to say they are. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I so I got this sent to me earlier in the week, and it's uh, from a Twitter account called Iowa Action. And uh, we got maybe what will go down as one of the worst small business tyrants things i've seen holy shit it's an email sent to all the managers by tara cronbaugh um i'm trying to fit java house man what is it with the coffee house people why is it always a coffee shop this is java house um uh it's a hippy dippy thing it's a gen x thing um it's also it's drugs it's it's drugs i mean because sober people drink it like crazy christian people drink it like crazy they don't think it's a drug um, and it's a way to buy something for a dollar and sell it for five. It's like weed. So I think it just invites like everybody that knows how commodities work. It's like, funny that you brought that up. Cause I was having this conversation with my wife yesterday and it's not like, it is like a comedy bit sort of that, that like I was trying to figure out and I want to put this out to the listeners. Maybe you can call in on the call in show if you know them. And if Brett, if you know, obviously if you know some, I was thinking about a, a type of person, right? You know, I like types of people. Guys, you gals, non pals. I said person this time. No, I'm, I'm saying all of them, though. There's so yeah. many different types. Type of, of human. And Types uh, of guys are a specialty, I think. Types of guys are my specialty. But this isn't a guy. This okay. is a, this is a real, like, type of person. GGNBP. That I, I, I would maybe lean toward this person being, like, heteronormative. Okay. Like, cis or whatever but maybe not even maybe right. maybe, maybe even there are maybe there are lgbt people Late but morning. i've been thinking about this this type of person that's like kind of a hippie right that like believes in like whatever drinking lemongrass uh all that stuff right I, yeah but is also like a trump racist type because I have a specific one in my mind that I 100% know exists, right? Yeah. But, like, I also remember when I was, you know, reading, like, a lot of those Facebook pages for those hippy-dippy people. There's so much, like, racism and conservatism in there. And, like, I just, if you know somebody like that, give us a call on Sunday or send me a message. Because, like, I, my wife was like, you should write a sketch about this and i said i don't think people know this is a type of person you know no, absolutely it is yeah like an enlightened they would call themselves enlightened and no like, i mean people say the hippies suck or the hippies sold out and they're all trumpers and boomers now like yeah i'm not talking about like the 60s hippies These you're talking like, about the later version yeah like well, enlightened was, they're not hippies see, they wouldn't dress like a hippie they wouldn't call themselves a hippie see they would call themselves enlightened and it's like I'm avocado wolf the avocado wolf guy that's like anti-mask and all that stuff 
You know what I mean? See, but I I think that I I don't think the belief I don't think their belief is right. I think that their outward I think they buy the right brands and have the right cars and do all of the stuff that Im- implies that they are caring, progressive and all of that stuff. But I think you're but their actual when it comes down to situations what they believe is not that at all. Not anything that is implied like like it's implied to me, like oh, you care about the environment, like you're elf, yeah. you're an elf type person. You want to burn down apartment complexes, and they're like, oh no, 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 no. I want to like actually build something, <laughs> yeah. Really charge high rent. I would like. I think mixed use is a great opportunity for people to invest in. And you're like, why do you wear fucking uh, those weird shoes then? Why do you wear those stinky ass shoes then? Yeah, <laughs> like you could just wear dress shoes instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to this coffee place. Uh, it seems it's, weird. If it, I think it assuages. I think it makes people that own a coffee shop, they're like, hey, man, I just wear Birkenstocks and I got dreads, man, just like you, man. And then like they just just horrible. though. They're they're also like, well, I mean, I I have to make most of the money here. It is my coffee shop. You know, I mean, it just is so weird. You should be grateful. You know what? I I make the good coffee. People show up for my coffee and I showed you how to make it my way. And that's the reason that you're here, Buster. You know, what's also funny about that is. I mean, the coffee shop by my house. Solar powered drone, somebody wrote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes. The people that would be like, I, I, oh, I like to, you know, do yoga. They, they'll do yoga. They'll do yeah. all the stuff. But then they're also like, you know, they'll post something about like Trump and you're just like, how the fuck did that? But like, we're like, where did that come in? Chicago stuff. They'll just start talking about Chicago. Crime stats in Chicago. Yes. Yes, I, I have to find out they're a horrible boss. I have one actually. I'm going to show. I'm going to introduce you to one. Uh, somebody that we used to work with in an entertainment capacity a long time ago, uh, but they're like ten years older than us and are on a spiritual plane. I think I know who. But it is. but yeah, but at the same time, uh, really have some mixed up ideas about races <laughs> <Yes>! and stuff. <laughs> That's what I. That is the person. That is a type of person that I feel like I've unearthed. Yeah. But it's like they're out there. Very hard to describe, but they're like a that is a type of person. New age racist. For sure. Yeah. New age, enlightened, like hippy dippy racist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is the Java House, which again The tarot card said that these black neighborhoods just are prone to more crime. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The uh the this this coffee shop though, and again, I don't understand. These fucking, I don't understand why it's all coffee shops, but listen to this. It seems we're really struggling with enforcing outside food and beverage and simple purchases. It's actually out of hand, exclamation point. So she's yelling. About what? Outside food and beverage. Okay. And simple purchases. I don't know what simple purchases is, but yeah, bringing in your own food. She's not with that? To, yeah. And I, you know, I don't think you can do that at a coffee shop though. You know, I don't think you can be about that life at a coffee shop. Really? They're really known for drinks. You know, bring it, buy a goddamn drink. You come in here, you buy a $5 drink and sit down. That's fine. Can I bring some food with it? I think you should be able to. I think you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. You know? Is that what she's saying though? She's saying you're not allowed to bring, she's, it seems we are really struggling with enforcing outside food and beverage and simple pers- purchases. It's actually out of hand. With that being said, 
This is what I would consider inadequate guest service for our paying guests. <laughs> Something that must be improved. So uh, uh, she is saying, I, I, I see you're confused. Let me explain this. She's saying that people are bringing outside food and beverages into her coffee shop. Yeah, that's what I And thought. the managers are not kicking them out yes. or telling them that they're not okay. allowed to have it. That's what I thought was happening. And then she calls it a it's a it's an inadequate guest service, which not a single person that walks into that coffee shop is mad because another one came in and brought a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> hard boiled egg some of those pickle snap things yeah it's, nobody's mad about it um yeah i i have to say uh as i mean as a business you just have to be so gracious that anybody is there if someone wants to bring some food in like i mean i would just let them like i like i i believe like, that too in this day and age and 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 really um i've been spending the last two days working on a, a mask and t-shirt thing that we're going to do to like raise money and just asking people for money and trying to sell a product right now is just so on eggshells. Mm -hmm. It just feels like you can do whatever you like. Like you can just come here and use this place for free. You know, I think like, you should. Like yeah, I fucking, yeah. I mean, we run a counter here that that has stuff for sale. But if the table's open, just fucking come hang out. Exactly. I mean, it's not good for COVID transmissions, I yeah. guess. But yeah. uh, so here yeah. we go. Here, here, here. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's probably not good for COVID, but I think this is an issue. You should be able to bring whatever you want into a coffee shop. Yeah, I think this is, yeah. Even outside food and use the table. I just think it builds a good relationship. Right? I do too, because these places, These goofballs all talk about it, how it's like, this is a community meeting place. This isn't my business. This is a community meeting place. Yes. It's like, well, I'm, I'm about to meet right here and eat this McDonald's real quick to get out of the rain. <laughs> you can't bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich You can't bring a PB&J to have with yeah. your coffee. But what is that? We have we have a PB&J Cliff Bar available for three fifty. Yeah, Why? I mean they probably got food that sucks. Of course, you know? they all do. I've never been to a coffee These shop fuck, with good yeah, food. They're all bad. Starbucks can't even do it. Starbucks <laughs> can't make a decent piece of food. <laughs> no, none of them can, dude. It's the, they get a dry scone. It's like your. It's it, once again like your drug dealer is like, hey man, you want to? I, I do fashion too. You want to check out some of my other stuff? It's like no, just the drugs, I'll dude. Just, the coffee. just the drug shit you do is. I fucking love that drug shit. Keep it going. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. This is where it gets wild. You don't okay. like sous vide eggs, dude? You don't like to have two little jelly eggs in a paper bag for breakfast I sometimes? I mean, nothing. When you're on the go, just pop them. Sounds grosser to me. And I saw a woman today that uh, uh, had just had one in her mouth, just hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> like crossing the street, you're holding the coffee, fucking nope. didn't have somewhere else to hold the sous vide egg and just <laughs> had it hanging out in front of her mouth. I was like, oof, yeah, oof. <laughs> it was, yeah it was not good for me personally okay here we go this is where we get crazy here and again this is from iowa actions twitter so just go there if, if, yeah Iowa's a great place uh therefore we good will album. hire secret shoppers of my choice including myself oh secret shoppers to photo this and hopefully get this turned around if in the next few weeks we are able to get this addressed, we will discontinue the secret shopping. So she's going to oh, have God. her friends come in and yes. take pictures of people eating outside food. Her her best friend that probably comes in all the time is going to show up in a hat and sunglasses and pretend like 
She's not her friend. Her cousin will come. She'll send somebody that doesn't yes. come in there. She'll they'll she'll send. I I I fully believe she's not hiring secret shoppers like no, the no, way no. that a corporation. No, no, does. because secret shoppers are not the owner. She said, "I'm going to do a little secret." She said, "Didn't she say she was going to do it too?" I, yeah, I don't. She imagined herself into disguise like an undercover boss type thing. She's yeah. like, I just might, you know, a, a fat old man might just show up someday and it'll secretly be me inside. <laughs> That's what probably. are you going to do when I see all this McDonald's on the table? <laughs> so here we go. Here we go, dude. Since management and supervisors are not completing their assigned tasks, we need to pay others to assist with our proper guest service needed for all of our paying guests. They must be paid. We will use our tip outs to pay the secret shopping staff for their services. I will adjust by store photos and tips, not collectively as a company. So hopefully the better the results in a store, less tip out. So they're taking their tip outs to pay for these secret shoppers. Uh, to, cause I, apparently if you are hiring secret shoppers, I assume that does come with a fee that costs money for the company. Yeah, I mean, um, when I did secret shopping, usually they would re they would refund the price of a meal at a coffee shop, probably ten dollars. You're probably they're probably asking you to no, but the company has to pay you. Right, that's what I mean. Ten dollars, you would get paid ten dollars for your meal, and then ten to fifteen dollars on top of that. Do they it's, have to pay the agency though? Too? They do have to pay the agency. I mean, the like, agency. That's what I'm the big cost. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm getting I'm getting twenty five out of this thing. Uh -huh. I'm sure that the company they're getting paid fifty. Yeah. I, I absolutely believe it's like a fifty fifty. I don't think there's any I don't think they're helping the shoppers out at all. It's right. literally like I got you a job to go get free coffee. Yeah, and this is wild. I mean you don't ever take tips. You never as an owner of a business, you never take tips for anything, especially to punish your your people. I mean, it looks like they're taking the management and supervisors tip outs. Yeah. Is what it looks like to me. I don't know if they're taking it from the employees, but I I it's not super clear. Yeah. You know? Because I, I just see two managers as the so I don't know who this all went to. Maybe yeah. gone to could have gone to the employees, but you still a manager at a at a coffee shop is probably working. Yeah, like oh, running yeah. the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> Anecdote: uh, I did work at a donut shop in Dallas um, that they they sold coffee as well. It was coffee and donuts, obviously very popular shit. It's a good combo. I, yeah, something yeah. people it slept on. Really, it slept on combo. Um, but you know what I really liked, um, that actually, it really made me enjoy my experience there was that the tips from the front of the house were split through everybody that worked on the shift. Yeah. So it wasn't just a matter of like the people up front get extra money for some reason. And it actually, it helped to, uh, to, to get a better product because the people from the front would be like, these fucking donuts look like shit. Like this looks bad. You can't do them like this. Like I can't. Tell somebody this donut is three fucking dollars if you make it look like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was good. Like there was, it was a really good, it was a really good quality control and it, like it's even, smart. Yeah, it, it was a and it, and I think it helped the that was one that was probably one of my best like under the table jobs that I had and yeah, it was fun. It was easy job and uh, good money. So Tara goes on to say, I will have secret shoppers and then again in parentheses, including myself. Sending me and I will forward to our management team all photos of all the guests with no purchase or outside beverage. 
we will do this for a preliminary two weeks with a week three challenge this is it. and see if we have improvement. This is a psycho person that made this up. No mystery shop company would do this. There are zero mystery shop companies that offer this kind of service. What they do is they show up to your restaurant, they order the food, and then they write a book report about their experience. They are never going to take down the food of, of somebody. Uh, take a picture. They're running security dance, again. Yeah, Dance Ghost in the chat said uh, that somebody's getting in trouble for bringing a bag of croutons to eat. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my daughter were just talking about how we like croutons better than chips. We're just wow. You just, you just yeah. croutons. Like, they I, suck I, on a salad because you can't fucking get a fork on them. But, man, you can... You don't want to be scooping with a sandwich place, and you're like, I guess I'll get chips. They're like, No, we have croutons too. You're like, What do you mean? Like a bag of croutons? I would garlic herb croutons. Yeah, I would buy those. Just start putting them in snack packs. Like they should do like the Doritos, like the the lunch size. Maybe they don't know how much people like croutons as like a main dish. Yeah, snack croutons for dinner is very popular. You get a little high and you just eat a few. You eat croutons instead of chips. It's probably healthier. I my guess. I don't think so. It's. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. They're but they're butter and oil and bread. Yeah, the good stuff. That's but good shit. yeah, too much. For, I feel like I had mostly that today. For two weeks, this is gonna get you, Brett. For two weeks, secret shoppers will be paid ten dollars for every photo per person without a drink, what? and twenty dollars for every person with outside food or beverage in a competitor's much- marked cup or marked package. You got too much money. Yeah, well, they're, that's you got the too tip much money. outs, though. Oh, they're taking from that's the tips, what they're you're saying. Right. They're going to pay these secret shoppers that she finds. Oh, this is crazy. And then gives a game. Yep. Your money's on the line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Wow. This person, we got to take this thing over. This thing, this thing's need to be unionized and just taken away from the owners. Last night alone, we had 16 people downtown with no drinks and one with Duncan. That is a big payout. Uh, week three tips. All tip outs for each photo will be shared among the stores with the most improvement and least number of photos for that week. We will be starting tomorrow. I would suggest you all hammer down. I look forward to week three and seeing improvement. And that's the Java house in Iowa. Uh, this might, this is one of the worst. This is one of the fucking craziest small business tyrant things I've seen. The guy yeah, this sound once again, this is I think you're probably doing relatively well in your business if this is what you're wasting all your time and money on. Yeah. Like imagine if you imagine spending time just trying to get people to buy stuff or like improving your business. Yeah, absolutely. So now it's a game show against the, the workers. The clerks. It's yeah. Against the workers, yeah. And it, it is this weird thing where people Your are, tips be are on the line. Sneaking around taking pictures and like basically have a bounty. There's like a bounty. They come in, they see somebody eating outside beverages, they they sneak a creep shot real quick, and then they get twenty bucks. You know? Which is like she's gonna hire her fucking team. Oh like, yeah. Probably teen kids no, I- and Shit like that. It's just she's taking. It's going to be. Yeah. She's taking people's tips and giving them to people in her family to to go in and and mess with the workers. I mean, this that's just that's something else, man. Woo. All right. Um, so, yeah, don't go to that place is what I think. 
you know. Let's uh let's do some let's let's switch gears. Maybe somebody in the chat suggested maybe selling coffees with five sugars and seven creams would do it. I mean, there is a guy that would love to go in there and take these pictures. That is true. Yeah. He would love this job. <laughs> Folks, I'll tell you what, these businesses. I like Duncan. I yeah. like Duncan. I go there five times a day. Two coffees each time. <laughs> Ten coffees a day for me. I spend fucking $35 a day on coffee. Drugs, man. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> so, uh, a couple, uh, this is probably at the beginning of last month when I was going through my worst meltdown period of, uh, for a while. Right. Uh, and somebody messaged me and hipped me to a band. Okay. That is called max impact. Max uh, impact. How many max X's? impact? How many X's? Only one. And, and, and that's and, not max. You could have more than that. But that here's the thing. You'll know why it's only one. Okay. When I tell you who Max Impact is. Sounds like a serialized like pulp novel hero. But like would a have, Mac Bolin yeah. or something. Yeah, Max Impact is is really like the Homer Simpson Max Power thing. <laughs> yes, it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yep. Like I don't know a lot of Simpsons quotes, yeah. but I do remember that one. Uh Max Impact, great name. I mean I think you go with Maximum Impact if that's your band, right? If we're naming our band, if me and you are naming our band, we got to take the Maximum the yes, mix yeah. between. You're right, because you got to use the most letters, too. Yeah. Like, it has to be very literal. Maximum Impact. Makes an impact. That makes an impact. It maximum takes up a impact. Shit ton of makes space, an impact. dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So many letters. Yeah. You're fucking on a t shirt, just emblazoned on a fucking t shirt, you know? Uh, this is the United States Air Force's rock band. No, <laughs> they took a good name. They burned no, a good name on no, us. No, they fucked a good name. They did. They did it the worst. There's no worse way to be named Max Impact. You Max with three X's. Impact. Yeah, three X would be great. Uh, Max with five X's. Impact. I mean, five. That's pushing it, but I would like it. You, you know what I mean? Five X's. I mean, why not? Maximum impact exclamation point. Maybe. Mm. You don't like that period? one? No, you don't want a period. People think periods are mean now. They do. You know what I mean? It's too maximum of an impact. They they make too. I read this thing that they did some study that like when people put a period at the end of their text, they think they're being yelled at. Sure. By the other person. Yeah. And that's, I don't feel that and way. That's why weird work emails are all like sound people, like people that are at a sleepover. Do, do work emails look like that? I figured like, work emails would have the period. For, no, no, no. They open up with so excited to hear that exclamation point. How can we get the ball rolling on this thing? Question mark. <laughs> I'm real. I really can't wait to tear into this. XOXO. <laughs> Love Brett. That's what it says. That's all my fucking work emails. There's an issue. I never use a period because it's too. It's too. It's too much. It's too final. It reminds people of death. It's like a memento mori in that way. When they think of period, they think it's all over, and they're not wrong. They just don't want to be reminded. So I'm gonna read the Wikipedia description of Max Impact. Max Impact. <laughs> it is a rock band. We're getting rock music. We're going to play some rock music for y'all tonight. Okay. Is this, what about, wasn't there a, who's all the good Maxes? And there was Max and Tiny Tunes. Max Payne. 
Max I Payne. love Max. Max Payne 3 on Xbox, badass game. Max Payne uh, introduced the idea of taking pills to get over a gunshot wound. Yeah. That was Max fun. Payne, Max Payne rocks. I definitely pre-ordered Max Payne 2 and had it. Yeah. Three's the good one. Is it? That game fucking rules. It's an Xbox game. Uh, so here, here's I like, our- I like the Maximilian from uh, Tiny Toons. He was an asshole. Yeah. He was a rich asshole. So maybe he's not likable. Max Weinberg and the Max Weinberg 7 from Conan good. O'Brien. Good. Chaotic good. I think he was also in Bruce's band. Like, so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He was on Born to Run. That works for me. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's good, a good Max. Okay. Max Impact Max is Impact. the premier rock band of the United States Air Force. This is off Wikipedia. This seems so not unbiased but uh they're the premier rock band of the united states air force consisting of two vocalists and supported by a four-piece rhythm section Ooh. i mean a two vocalist move you know that's lincoln park did that that's cool like, it hasn't they they're not a lot of other two vocalist bands i was watching some i was watching some youtube metal videos and uh, there were some two vocalist acts and it was whoa really yeah it was what well, some very obscure stuff uh but it was funny because when the one person was singing, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're just, you're just moving your arms in an aggressive way. Like, you can't sing along, right? Oh, yeah. Here's 26 plus metal bands with more than I, one singer. I watched. Oh, one. System of a Down is a two singer band, but one of them plays but an only singing doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. No, two-, two singing is fine. I'm thinking of only singing. I found one the other day. I'm going to have to look it up. I, I cannot come to it right now. I found one the other day. It was a guy and a girl, and they did they did not play instruments, but it was integral to the band that there be a, a, the you know dual vocals. I'm guessing there were a couple or something. Yeah. Uh, Leslie. Uh, uh, yeah, Lincoln Park, System of a Down. It kind of counts. Kiss actually. Okay, so there's just tons no two of vocals them. are great. I like- Under Oath. No, all the good bands. I think, yeah. I mean, AIC, Allison Chains. That's I call them AIC. That's just me. Alkaline Trio. Okay, so yeah, but there aren't a ton. I was thinking of. I was thinking of just dedicated vocalists that don't do anything else besides sing. That's what I'm looking because for. like one person's that's just the singer. You can kind of get the crowd rolling, but when two people are up there, it's like. I mean, could could you just roll this into one thing? Is it necessary? Okay. Now, after Brett said that, I'm just going to say this. If there's like a a metal band out there that wants uh, two lead singers, me and Brett would love to front a heavy metal band. It would be the best thing we've ever done. Yeah, that's true. They could like the (laughs) melodic parts and then the grumpy parts. Like, yeah, you'll sing and I'll scream. I want to scream too. I'll scream. I'll sing too. I'll, I'm going to hold mine back and I'm going to save it for one song on the album and all the true heads will be like, I love it when Brett screams on that one song. Can you sing though? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can approximate it. So if you're a metal band near Columbus, Ohio, after COVID's over and you want two lead singers in your band, me and Brett. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we're fucking. Let's do an EP. Yeah, we're we're free for that. We will we will make time. So anyway, they have two vocalists and a four piece rhythm section. They perform classic and current rock. Ooh, dangerous and country hits. What? We don't know. That's too much. That's it's, not it's, that's not yeah. chocolate and peanut butter. It's like just an extra and as well as patriotic songs. No, so also, no, that's fuck, the worst no, out you're of not. All. What? <laughs> It sucks. You want people to join the military. You can't sing patriotic songs. 
You've you've once you've you've decided you want to be in a rock band. You have to focus on that. You can't bring in the patriotic stuff it's like, like you, Christian music, except like, for like way worse than Christian music. It's, yeah, I can't think of one patriotic band that I like, but I think I can think of at least one Christian band that you like. At oh, the I, very, I love tons of. Them. I know, I know. I love Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Under Oath? What, yeah, I love that? Under Oath. And oh, you yeah. like them, and I think they're Christian, right? Thrice was Christian. MXPX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Any that's what you can do Christianity. Switchfoot. That and, <laughs> remember them? Oh, they had that song? God, yeah. I never did song? Switchfoot. <laughs> we were meant to live for so much more. <laughs> Is that it? Is that Switchfoot? Uh, it could be. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't even know. <laughs> Patriotic songs, man. I don't. I, I think the only good patriotic song is uh, "The American Drink" by Hank Williams Jr., where he says, "There's too many lawyers in football, but baseball's got a few." Yeah, <laughs> you did. You did nail Switchfoot. I did. Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> I liked it. I think at first, and then I was like, "What? What are we singing about? The meant? What, what were we meant Whoa, to live uh-oh, for?" Uh oh, uh oh, what is this about? <laughs> about uh-oh. <laughs> Are we doing hard drugs in this song or something? Oh, I think we're thinking about the Lord and him. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're talking about him again. Original Max Impact songs are also regularly featured. In addition to performances in the United States, Max Impact has, this is a good choice of words, Max Impact has deployed to the U.S. Central Command Area in support of Operation Enduring Freedom and Operation Iraqi Freedom. They called it getting deployed. Hey, you guys are deployed to play music that Round nobody up the wants troops. to hear. <laughs> it's code go. It's code go. Max Impact is happening now. Get the choppers. <laughs> we were made a- to live for so much more. They come in on a Black Hawk helicopter yeah. and like come out. Parachute. And they always wear their uniforms when they perform. Boo! <laughs> You're supposed to have individualized personas that represent your, your contributions to the band. They wear the Slipknot style jumpsuits, but they have uh, like. But they're for a real killer. They're, they're for flying. real killer clowns. The, the United <laughs> States Navy. <laughs> That wrecked it, dude. That was good. <laughs> All right, get your headphones in. It's time to listen to hear what Max Impact's up to. And uh, I will just... This is the first song we're going to check out. Um, we were made. Okay. Uh, let's, let's hear it. You ready to hear it? This song is called Send Me. And this is by Max Send Impact. Send me? Where? Well, I think you know where they want to be sent. <laughs> to Like, to the Middle East to spread peace or something? <laughs> Well, yeah, to kill people, really, sure. and kick their doors in. And Send me. And this is like, put me, me in, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to play. Yeah, here we go. Here. You can sing about being a war. Like, Amon Amara sings about being war fighters Dude, all I, the fucking time. I listen to Bolt Thrower every day of my life and imagine that I'm, like, killing people to make a better world out of America. <laughs> yeah. All, all day long. Yeah. Like, I start, actually, I realize. You can sing about fighting wars without being corny about it is what I'm trying to. You're right. Get a sense. I mean, I, yeah, I, I uh, through the, the protests and everything, I have realized, like, I'm one of the troops. Like, I'm ready to die. Like, I want to do the... F- I will fight these fucking cops until I die if everybody's going to go all in on this. Thing. Yeah. And I need some music for it. All right, here we go. They rip. Uh, not bad so far. I like the sound. Yeah. 
We're going now. We're feeling pretty good. Now, much like the Christian rock thing, this is something that could you start it out and you're like, oh, dip this. Who's this? You know, like if they, this they, was playing when you walked into my house, you would 100% ask me who it is. <laughs> they've they've approximated something so far. <laughs> well, and they, they have it down. And I was not expecting this. I thought I was expecting way more square. So nope. I'm glad that they're doing like real psyop shit here where they're just going to hook up all the fucking guitar pedals to make it sound like they they rock. Well, <laughs> chug, 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 chug. earlier if i could sing that's what i meant yes i can do this you can <laughs> like do anybody anybody can sing like this he said take a look into my eyes what do you see you can see the intensity which we're still looking at a metal song basically i guess yeah i mean it's corny i don't think any band now would like do the you can see and then intensity metallica what? might have back in the day yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's fair. You don't think they would say you no. can see my intensity? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. The, the, I would say Death Magnetic probably has that on it. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it is. Uh, it's not something you say out loud. It's one you of never those say moments. You have intensity. Basically, it was like if I ever said that. Like I imagine that this is something they've said to like uh, someone they're trying to to date or be with or something like. Or even like I'm so intense, you know. And like then a, a kid they're trying to recruit. Yeah. You know, I'm intense. Well, no, you, you can just look are at, like you want fucking. We do military shit. Yeah, you want to look me in the fucking eyes? I'll show you some intensity. Yeah, I don't like... It's like when somebody says, like, do you want to watch this really fucked up thing? And it's like, I'm, I'm not going to think it's fucked up. <laughs> now that you said that. Now that you th said that, I'm not. True. And, again, you don't want to be the one calling yourself intense. You can't. Really, That's the problem. <laughs> I know. And your goal should be not to be intense, I think. I don't, I don't I think... I like intensity. I don't think I use intense as a positive descriptor of a person, I guess. Like if I'm if I told you like you gotta meet this fucking dude I know he's pretty intense that means like you're gonna be on edge for a you're long not time. Not gonna like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's gonna talk to you about Hitler probably for sure. <laughs> you know. Here we go. Yeah. 
sacrifice. I know what it means to give it all and waste my enemy. Oh, face my enemy. They would never say waste because you're never supposed to say you're killing people. No, when you're, you're in the military. No, it's mostly turning wrenches and shit. It's mostly you know? benevolent. It's mostly benevolent peace bringing that you're doing in the military. You don't waste anybody, really. It's mostly building schools, really. It's yeah. like a lot of school building, libraries. Um, yeah. Teaching you know, English to people. Handing children little pieces of chocolate. We have, uh, yeah, coloring books we give out. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, I'm in Max Impact, actually, this- so I play the guitar for the military. <laughs> so there was um, a documentary... That came out, I want to say, 10 or 11 years ago about the sounds of the troops. That was all about, like, the rock music and heavy metal that the troops were listening to. Do you remember that, Jam? I don't, but it's five-finger death punch. Yeah. The the, the regular stuff. The the, the bad stuff. But I... uh, I'm wondering if they saw that as, like, we got to get in this market. Like, we got to make sure they're listening to the right kind of intense music. Right. And and I want to point out also that, like... Much like Christian music, there are, like, words that you find that, that like, in Christian music, you'll find these little words that they use. And I've noticed that there's this little, there's troop words in here. There's there's military people words where it's, like, uh, 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 sacrifice and service. Yeah. And it's, like, you're getting clued in to, like, what you're listening to well, at that point. Well, and that's it. Yeah. And you're, 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 you're there. You're pushing yourself to the edge. Like, I think that, uh, like, one of my reactions to coronavirus has being comfortable with the idea of, like, headbanging my way all the way to hell. Where it's, like, accepting death in a way where it's just, like, I'm stoked about it. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to be frightened by it anymore. I'm not going to let it just beat me down and make me not live. I'm fucking stoked. I'm ready. I'm going to dive down the pipe when I have the chance, you know? And I think that the music is the same thing. And it's absolutely, like, horrible to think that they've all accepted this as, like, you know... You got some of us are going to die for yeah. this, you know. We have to. We have to go over here and spread democracy like this. Right. Here we go. Do these horrible things. all my favorite stuff. Who will be the one to stand and fight for you? <laughs> it's like, who will be the one to stand and fight for you? This is, this is Fast and Furious ass music, man. This is praise and worship music. It this is. is the most Christian ass bullshit I've heard in a long time. I, it is. Send this, me. This is. Li- you're right. This is. Uh, this is approximating a point where it's like you're going to live forever in Valhalla because you're a warrior. Like this is the promise of Christ. This is the promise of God. The promise of everything is that like you've. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to give the ultimate sacrifice so that everybody else can have fucking McDonald's 24 hours a day. (laughs) And it is just for me. And it's like this whole video, by the way, is troops like doing gnarly stuff like like riding uh, uh, like a a guy riding a dirt bike and his flak jacket just jumping like, you know, jumping little hills. And you're like, fuck you, man. I'm like, 
<laughs> Nobody's doing that. <laughs> here, here we go. What about like Slim Pickens riding the bomb or something? That would be cool, right? That's <laughs> yeah, a good I visual. Don't think That's they a want to bring the bomb up. Either. Yeah, they, they there's should... guns in the video though. I will say that most of it's like troops swimming and riding dirt bikes and shit. That's what they do. That's the ultimate sacrifice: is riding your bike real far and swimming. You have to swim you... and ride your bike dirt bike really fast i sacrificed to do this triathlon <laughs> here here's these motherfuckers just heard that godsmack song the navy likes so much So that's Send Me. We just get the first part of these songs and we don't have to listen to the whole fucking song, but whoosh, whoosh, that was bad, right? <laughs> Into the fray, my courage and pride. Is that what they said? Yeah. <laughs> the chat says this is absolutely worship music. It's the fucking... <laughs> but imagine seeing this but live, though, if you're in like the middle of a fucking like, green zone or something. I just... I don't know a lot of troops, obviously. They... Probably wouldn't like me if they knew me. Uh, but uh, uh, the ones I know, I don't think would be impressed with Max Impact. Sure. <laughs> we should have Francis listen to this and call in on Sunday. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, does this get you going, man? Does this send me? You want to be sent? Send me! It's like they're just taking this wonderful, rebellious fucking music and they're saying... Send me to war to fight for the United States government. <laughs> and they have someone uh, checking the shine on their shoes every day, right? <laughs> They're wearing a belt above their belly button, and yeah. they put starch in their pants Yeah, and to do this. Fucking, let's hear another one. Uh, so I have this other song here, and uh, there's actually like a sl slow part in this song that I really wanted to play. Um. Like, this is, like, again, these guys heard God's, they love that Godsmack video about the Navy, you know? Like, that's, like, what they think, like, the pinnacle of music is. What one was that? Was it, what was this, wait, what was the Godsmack? Do what I told you, isn't that it? Somebody in the chat will know. I know too many Godsmack songs, it seems like, because <laughs> it's like, never misunderstand me! <laughs> I, I only think of you're pathetic in your own way, and that's what I think about the army, but I don't think that's what they would use. I'm not the one who's so far. Oh, voodoo. Voodoo, though. voodoo. On the Air Force, and they yeah. just showed like the planes flying in the distance. Dude, when I saw them live, I saw them live two oh, no. times, right? I saw, uh, I saw Godsmack live two times, and every time, and this was pre-irony days like where i i i mean i'm i'm not an irony i don't do a lot of that anyway but like back then i had no sense for it at all and i fucking stood in that audience and thought it was truly one of the greatest things and one of the funniest things when they sat down and when everybody grabbed like a drum and sat down on stage and did voodoo at the uh, Godsmack concerts. <laughs> it was like, let's take it down a little bit, man. You know, <laughs> or he's Boston. Is it stay away or it's awake? Is awake. what it's called. 
And I, I'm actually reading a, an article titled right now, uh, Why Godsmack Was Used in Navy Recruitment Ads is kind of awesome. No, it's, it's kind of awesome. Sully. Think about it. It's kind of awesome. Oh, um, here's something. Pretty awesome they're in there. Pretty yeah. awesome. Like, you think about it, like you're in a tank and it's like freaking Godsmack's playing out of it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm in heaven. <laughs> you know, um, here's what it says. Keith David, which I thought that was the guy from They Live. Like, I thought that was like I a thought, gargoyle guy. I thought it was a comedian, so. <laughs> there's a there's a Keith David in Godsmacked, apparently. Oh, no, no, it is the Keith David I'm thinking of. He does the, um, he does the, uh, he does the, uh, the voiceover. Okay. So Keith David is the voiceover delivered over the, uh, crushing guitar riff from Godsmack's Awake. Godsmack's Awake. Nice. Keith David signed on because he, despite never having served, he's an (laughs) avid supporter of the military. Okay. Godsmack, on the other hand, got on board because someone asked politely. Isn't that freaking awesome? That's freaking fucking awesome. Freaking awesome. These guys are like, I'll do propaganda for you, Navy. Yeah. Someone, all you have to do is thank you. That's all it is. Hey, would you like to propagandize the Navy for us? Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I hope they got a paycheck out of it. You know? Yeah. I'm sure that there's money. I don't think they would just like toss them a a song. I saw recently an interview with Solly and, uh, has about the type of politics you would imagine somebody named Solly from Boston would <laughs> Very, he's done that great politics. So it says, at the turn of the century, the Navy was having trouble connecting with younger generations. True. Previous campaigns are falling flat. So the Navy worked together and came up with Accelerate Your Life. Okay. All right. And, uh. A young sailor at the recruitment office simply got in contact with Sully Erna of Godsmack. Hey, hey, man. Uh, I've just been listening to uh, I Stand Alone. <laughs> no, awake. Well, I know, but I'm sure he was listening to I Stand Alone, or is it the specific song he wanted? It says the conversation was as simple as the sailor asking, hey, do you mind if we use awake? And the band was cool with it. And that was that. You can't say no. You just call some fucking rock star on the phone and say, hey, I'm a troop. Can we use Awake? It's fucking, it is easy as hell, though. If we were a troop podcast, we could probably get fucking corn to do our theme song. True. You know what I mean? Like if the troops ask for something, I mean, 90% of polite society and entertainment and stuff would just fucking give it to them, you know, because it's like, I feel like I have to. But, uh, cause not everybody's in the same position me and you are in or, or say, like our friends <laughs> and just be like, fuck them. I don't give a shit about them. They can kiss my ass. Most like if fucking, if you're in a metal, if you're in some fucking big time mainstream rock slash metal band and the military comes to you, you gotta say fucking yes. Or people will be like, they wouldn't let the military use their song. And it becomes a whole fucking thing about how, you, you know, then they got to go out and pretend to be patriotic. <laughs> and like, it's just a whole problem. If you don't let God, if Godsmack says no, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, this is a, so weird that someone wrote all about this. Yeah. So I have a max impact song called locked and loaded. Oh no! Actually, locked and loaded. It's see the thing about it is that like the metal stuff I like is when some teenager in Florida 
thinks about the atrocities of war and tries to create a song that like is exemplifies that, that and kind of brings about this like what is happening like you know in wartime if it's actually war people singing the songs i'm like stop yeah please don't like do go to a go to a singer songwriter act like go yeah. more peaceful go more like daisy in the barrel of your gun that's true you don't want to hear hard rock sung by people who have who are murdering and marauding. Well, they're not. They're I these guys have never. No, they're the bards of they're the uh, bards. colonialism. <laughs> Here we go. This is uh I'm gonna start this one kinda in the middle because there's a part I want to get in and I don't want to play the whole song. But Brett, this is the breakdown in the song Locked and Loaded. Let's go. Gonna be like Ozzy, right? He's gonna sing some Ozzy type shit. Mama, I'm coming yeah. home. Here we go. If you're searching for integrity, first look here. Service before self is what you hold <laughs> This is like some deep dream theater ass bullshit. Dreams take flight. <laughs> Fuck yeah! This guy's voice, though. He's a real Bruce Dickens. He's just wasting that voice. I know. On, on this, this horse shit. shit. Like, this is the worst music in the fucking world. This is. <laughs> they really <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Integrity! It is, uh, it's like country and metal combined. That's what I mean. They call like, themselves that too, though. They'll, they'll, cause they play Life is a Highway, but not like the, or they play the Rascal Flats version of Life okay, is a Highway. Yeah. The rhinestone version. <laughs> That's a good, that, <laughs> I like that gimmick though, where you're like, yeah, we're doing a cover of the cover. The good the cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most famous, the cover, their rendition of it. <laughs> I mean, the original Life is a Highway has gotten enough play. Now we have just switched it with Rascal Flats, and now Max Impact's got to get in on the life as a highway yeah. thing. So maybe just a little. Well, no, we got one more song, and then uh, you know we can we can hit the old dusty trail. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, pee my pants. I'm gonna pee my pants myself. I feel the same way. So uh, here, why don't you go take a piss, and I'll uh. Vamp. I'll I'll talk on the air. I'll, I'll be like, hey, uh, why don't you, you know, go to, you know, go to the Patreon, get 10, 100 million tons of steel. It's really good. We're going to have Riley from Power Trip on there this week. We got uh, Apollo from Trivium coming on soon. We got my, we're doing a new metal episode and uh, it's me and John Cullen, my co-host on the POD cast. So, uh, you know, and there's going to be other guests as we go. We've already done one with the Minion Death Cult Boys. Uh, good show. Good fun show. We talk about music. We talk about metal. We're not very smart about talking about metal, but uh, we do. So, you know, 
just sit here and kind of ruminate on max impact you know just close your eyes take a deep breath in through your nose then out through your mouth then talk a think and talk to yourself a little bit imagine yourself on a on, on a beach and there is a man singing next to you he's singing about sacrifice he's singing about integrity he's singing about service above self that is how you should feel right now you should you're centered you're feeling very good uh let's uh let's let's get ourselves one more max impact song in here let's see what we got uh okay this song if you're going my way jay write this time down unless you want to talk i'm gonna do the same thing you're gonna go use the restroom yeah, i don't want to be fucking sitting here doing this and having to feel like i want to quit yeah. All right. Well, uh, I already did the Patreon. So. It's fine. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I've had a busy. I mean, I've been really trying to hang to hunker down and, and get a lot done over the last couple of days. Um, I have a big issue with like procrastinating a lot of stuff, and then I'll spend three days working on it, and then I'm like, I'm done with work, and then all of a sudden it's like twelve days later. So I've been catching up on a lot of things. Uh, the parenting zine is finalized and coming on the way. Um, I'm also have been working on making mock-ups and figuring out pricing and how we're all going to do it. But uh, uh, we're going to do a t-shirt and mask. We're going to have a long sleeve t-shirt and a short sleeve t-shirt um, with an artist friend of mine named Wavy. Um, and he has designed some stuff for us. We're going to be raising money for... Ohio Arts Coalition. I think he benefited from that charity, so that's who he wanted to send the money to. Um, and I've been working on that. Uh, also, spending some time buttoning down everything involved with our live stream at the end of this month. So on August 28th, Friday night, we're going to do a live stream. It's going to be $10. It'll be a big Zoom call hosted by Littlefield. Um, what this does is benefits uh, Littlefield, the actual, and all the employees there. They're going to be the one conducting it, and uh, they're taking the proceeds of the profits, uh, as well as People's Justice Project, who we'll be raising money for. Um, also, Street Fight will be making a little bit of money on it. Uh, we usually make some money off our touring, so it, we're getting we're running a little low, and uh, this is a good way to. Uh, to put a little bit more back in the organization. That's not going to Brian or I. It's just going to get everything running. Um, I'm back. Brian's back. Uh, you can find it at Street Fight 3000 AD. It's happening August 28th, Friday night. Uh, it's going to be a special Zoom where Brian and I plot the future and what the world looks like uh, after COVID. And from here, we're going to be taking input from the audience and doing a live uh, rewrite of the world as we know it and, and want to have you involved. We're going to create all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. It's going to be like a world's fair of new ideas. That was the concept. All <laughs> right. So we're back here with Max Impact. Ooh, oh, wait, let me do this. I love Max X, uh, though. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here with Max Impact. Uh, you, not, uh, you might not know this. Uh, awesome thing. Uh 
they didn't write the song for the Navy because Godsmack was asked nicely if their song could be used. That's as right. Max Impact. That's right. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we really would love to write a song in the vein of Godsmack, but, you know, uh, black arts, magic, that's not really allowed in military <laughs> service. So we try to keep things more on the straight and narrow. We're nose to the grindstone type guys. Yeah. Wow. Do you, I mean, that is kind of an, like when you hear it, you got to be pissed off if you're Max Impact and you hear another rock band on a one of the armed services commercials. <laughs> That's gotta hurt. They got your like, time that much, yeah. you know. Like, we were right here, man. We we were <laughs> with you, man. We've been with you. <laughs> Paying royalties for this shit, you could just get it for free from us. How long is Max? Is Max Impact like a long running thing? Is that like a division of the Navy? Do you get like a Max Impact <laughs> bad? I served with Max Impact in well, the Gulf of Mexico, uh, doing cabana parties for the uh, higher ups. Well, they they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. Uh, I, it doesn't say how long they've been around for some reason. Who was the sexy email general? Who got caught? Dave, Dave Petraeus. Dave Petraeus. Yeah. Dave Petraeus. They were playing. They were down there doing Copacabana for Dave Petraeus. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they served. That song. They were just doing uh, Awake by Godsmack. Oh, you're right. They don't do. And, you're right. No Barry Manilow. And they was joking with them about it. Like, we're going to play. Uh, this is a song called Awake <laughs> by a band called Godsmack that they use in the I uh, mean, Navy commercials. Everybody but. knows it as the Navy song, but there was an original writer. And we, you know, we respect all musicians as musicians ourselves. So Godsmack did write this. It's a Navy song now. Yeah. It's a Navy national anthem now. <laughs> it's for the Navy. Uh, they. It's our song, really. Like, no one's more awake than us anyways. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you would never. It's it's not a thing where, like, uh, they came to us and asked us to do it or anything like that. I mean, I probably would have turned it down. It's like, if you can get Godsmack, you got to go for Godsmack. Sure. I mean, you were like, you, that's like a Hail Mary. You know, it's like we have this piddly ass Max Impact here. They for sure could make some sort of approximation of rock music, <laughs> but we could also just like jump on the phone with Solly and see what's doing. <laughs> and then he's just like, "Sure, I guess." I mean, because you know this happens because this is this band is part of the Navy. Like, yeah, they're included with what they, they get play, deployed. Though? They don't tour. They're for the troops. They're not for like the. They're not. So there has to be like a, a lounge act for like all of the people that have the most badges. They 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 should be like I feel like they should have their own kind of tank that's just a platform where like when the troops are going in they can play this music. <laughs> like in Fury Road. Yeah, something like Shit, Fury Road. They're playing the corniest music in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My sacrifice. <laughs> Singing about sacrifice for American Jesus. I mean, yeah, they don't tour, they get deployed, which I USO think is like shit? very interesting. Yeah, USO. So basically Sir, yes, sir. They like say that and then they pick up a bass pick. <laughs> well, they also I know that I was watching a thing where they gave they they let them play the sports center theme for them during the Super Bowl. It's an honor. Now they weren't. Yeah, it's they, an honor. They probably tell people that the button that don't. You talking about the button that don't? Yeah. I mean, shit. That's an honor. They probably any way you can get, any way you can get there, man. Like I would take that deal. I'll do. I'll mouth it. 
No, so there they played the Sports Center theme at the Super Bowl, but like not on the Super Bowl or anything. Uh, it was like not on T. It it was on TV, but only for patriotic people. <laughs> No, it was only on for people Sports that paid Center, which isn't on the same channel as the Super Bowl number one. Oh, they played alongside. And it's so not like right. They- you had to know that it was happening. You had to be like, hey, <laughs> fuck this fucking American flag bullshit on the Super Bowl. The real troops are playing some hard rock music over on Sports Center. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. They, and and yeah. when? The, it, how long has this band been around? Like, is this? It how, doesn't say. It it really doesn't say. Uh, let me. Like, see I want to know if it's like a tour else. of duty. Can you do a tour of duty? In yes. Uh, well, actually, before we do that, let's play. I'll play you something real quick. Imagine, that'll give you more information. Imagine walking up to some guy that's inside of a like a golden corral that's trying to get a discount of a veteran's discount. <laughs> Like, sir, I served with maximum impact on the drums for three years, sir. It's like, bullshit, bullshit. Where, what was your deployment? Like, I deployed in, in the dining halls of the generals, sir. <laughs> I deployed, I deployed to Hawaii where we have a base. And yeah. I, I, we did luau's for Petraeus. <laughs> And George Bush. I, I played I basically played background music for Obama one time. <laughs> that is what it is. I mean It is playing the No one needs it's theme. so it's unnecessary. It's like it's a problem that nobody had. It's like what do you do with them? How do you utilize them once they're here? It's like you you have to make use of this horse shit. But yeah. how? I mean, I guess the idea... Here's what I think the idea was. I'm doing the best I ever did. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. That's actually what you want to hear. I'm doing the best I can. They should... You're right. They should just be a cover band that does hard rock songs, first of all. If Godsmack but, got a residency with the Navy and Maximum Impact got shown the door, I think you'd have something going there. Max Impact I think is you'd Air Force. Lo- you can- They're the Air Force. They're the Air Force? Yeah. Chair Force? <laughs> You're insulting if you don't even know what it means. Everybody that is in the Air Force that serves calls them the chair force. I know. They say they got the best food and stuff. Yeah, and they get to play and they get to fucking noodle around on the guitar. I think they get to get us. They're like, sir, yes, sir, this seven string Ibanez bass will provide all the drop D tuning I need to propagandize, sir. <laughs> Here, I'll play this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll play I will this. play these I will play these bass rhythms low and crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> here here I'll play this for you. Attention, male vocalists. Here's your chance to perform in the premier rock band of the United States Air Force. Yeah. Max Impact is seeking a male vocalist with strong, versatile abilities to perform rock. Pop, funk, R&B, country, Motown is they, as well as patriotic favorites. And they miss one kind of music. They're not rapping at all. No rapping. No rapping. Yeah. They don't they want anything to do with it. They get funk. They, they didn't see the LL Cool J Unplugged? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was good. <laughs> that was. That was. I agree. Jay-Z did one too, didn't he? Yeah. 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 I mean, Corn was able to do Unplugged. Anybody, you know. You're calling them rap now? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like Anybody unplugged made unplugged. people look better, I think, than they actually were. Yeah. But, but so here and original music. 
talking national tours, overseas and local performances, digital audio and video recordings. Max Impact showcases Air Force excellence to millions every year. Back at home in Washington, D.C. Millions. How many millions of troops are there? Because we're we're really not. They're not like saying you perform for millions is. What is that? What is that troop credit union that only they can get? Isn't there? I feel like they would just hand you this CD. Like, like we guarantee we will hand out a one of your CDs to every troop that gets the fucking bank account with us. I mean, but how many of them US put it in? Probably they probably don't let you bring your iPhone or your 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 smartphone with you, so there's no music. And then when you get over there, like they don't want you bringing it over. And when you get over there, they hand you like an iPod, just filled, and it just has Max Impact, just Max Impact. <laughs> Yeah. Or the yeah, like and it, awake maybe awake and max impact, and then people, <laughs> you know, just put awake on repeat. Really, yeah, I, I just can't. I can't. Navy Federal Credit Union, <laughs> Navy Federal Credit Union. <laughs> you definitely got a free max impact CD when you signed up for your account, <laughs> and this was a guarantee that they promised to the people that signed up. Male vocalist, we need you to sing every kind of music possible. <laughs> They support events for the White House, State Department, Department of Defense, and numerous high-level military and civilian functions. Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> get the you get to go see the uh, child, the firstborn child be, being burnt at the altar of Moloch. If you go to Bohemian Grove, <laughs> you get to do some Steely Dan they out there. Bringing them, get to do, practice your Grateful Dead out in California. I think California. The thing, I think the thing. Is that like if you have your Petraeus, your high-ranking military, your top, the very top level of whoever's in the military, the, they get a real band. Really? They, don't, they ain't gonna get Max. He's impact. gonna. You know they don't want to listen to this fucking shit. He has Glenn Campbell come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to fucking listen to this shit. They can get pretty much any band they've ever wanted, and they probably also just have like a fucking one of those stupid big band things uh. that plays like. You know, where, ah, like, you're I always right. find it so annoying. Like when the symbols are just crash, 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 and you're like, God damn. Symphony? You're talking about a symphony? No, like big band. Like when do they use giant hand symbols? Well, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I just I always picture them banging them together. You that music like, just sounds like racket to me. You seem like a big crashing symbols guy, though. No, I am in because like, all you have to do is like just. Smash things together at the right time. I'm offering to be the set co-lead singer of a metal band, not a cymbals player. Got it. I'll fucking crash the cymbals if you need them to be done, but I still feel like... <laughs> yeah, um... Like marching ass music, you yeah, know? yeah, that's cool. Because they, they're not... What about, like, flip it... What, what about when you crash them and you, like, flip them over your hand and it looks like waterfalls and shit? Yeah, max impact is forced upon people. Is what I'm trying to You're say. Right. I, I think like you, they, you've taken it down from like the magnanimous, magnan, magnanimous place I've placed it. I feel like yeah. these are being there's your like clutch players that are being brought in. But you're right; they're just playing. They're like college comedians. Like they're at the <laughs> mess hall in Iraq and just playing fucking hard hard music. I mean, hard, I would also metal. imagine that most of the audience. Is like told that they have to be there to see. Yeah, <laughs> they should have called that themselves too. Mandatory Impact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where their fans come from. People <laughs> yeah. have to listen to it. Yeah, 
No one, benefits people are include forced. 30 days of annual vacation time, Damn. full okay. medical and dental Ooh. benefits, Whoa. annual starting salary of 61000 to 67000 Okay, well, never mind. That aren't making that money. Yeah, never mind. Am I too old to join the military? <laughs> And post 9-11 GI Bill for college up to $80,000. That's college. Resumes and recordings are now being accepted. Oh, okay. For more information, please www.music.af.mil/careers. It's if you have to be in the military, that's bullshit. They're not about the music, man. They're not like trying to get people. They're not trying to get the best band together. They're just looking for fucking bootlickers and shoe shiners. Yeah, of course that's what they're looking for. So this song is called Find You. Oh, God. And Kill You? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find you and kill you. For a band. Right, we knew that. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a little bit looking into this, too. 151,701 views. What is it again? 151,701 views. Now, impressive on by YouTube? our standards. Yeah, I impressive like it. I'll take it. I would love that. Right? But, I mean, like... For our troops? This is the government band. Yeah. Like, this band should be in front of millions. Because these are our guys. They should be juicing the numbers to at least sponsor ad this or, like, propagate it into Facebook. Like, troop Facebook would eat this up. I mean, like, these young gentlemen play play rock music like nobody ever did before the Navy taught them how. With integrity. With integrity. <laughs> yeah. These young men, and there's a woman, one okay. of the lead singers. Sorry. Along. These, these young soldiers, they come on that stage and they do really rocking tunes and great crunchy guitar riffs. There's a sense of, there's a sense of duty behind it. <laughs> They, fu- they, you know, not enough. It's like rock music isn't about your duty and your service anymore. It's all about what can I get for me? It's all about come on, feel the noise and not come on, help the boys. Uh, this video is dedicated to the men and women serving as military train. Oh, this is very. The other thing about. Oh, that was. <laughs> the thing about it is that, like, I have been listening to, like, an, uh, an insane amount of metal from all across genres, time periods, and they approximate so much of it, but it doesn't ever grab you or it's click. Not- like, it, it's weird because. You feel like this, these artistic things are like, Oh, it's so easy. All you have to do is play hard and heavy and fast and sing like this or that or say these things. It's just easy to be in, to do this, but they can't get there. Like they, no. the restrictions they have on them, like break away from them doing anything interesting or cool. It makes you wonder if like after they write a song, they take it to somebody and that person looks at it and says, uh, you're going to need to add more service in this song. Yeah. You're not talking enough about... It's a little vague. You know. this, this seems like secular music to me now that I'm looking at it. I, it doesn't seem like it, it 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 encapsulates the patriotic values that we need from a band <laughs> like Maximum Impact. Max Impact. This band... I mean, this, this song could use about 20% more sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. Maybe a little... Maybe Maybe when you're thinking about writing a song, you think about service instead of yourself. 
Okay. How about you? How about you stop doing the rock star lifestyle thing? Because you're mm. part of the Max Impact Division of the United States Navy. You're <laughs> not in charge, Bucko. The Max Impact <laughs> Division. <laughs> uh, sir, we're report. We're uh, deploying these people to Germany <laughs> to uh, play a concert for a hundred thousand uninterested servicemen and women. Yeah. That's uh, really what it is. It is like mandatory got, to go see them. Yeah. Right. It's a corporate band. And they send, they make these troops go. Like and then I'm going to let loose. Right. Yeah. I'm sure if you're in Iraq and you haven't seen any live music or heard anything, like maybe it does sound good. But I have to believe that, that like this is the last type of music that you would, that, they want to hear i can't it's just you have to think about who they're playing for and yeah. yes you're gonna think in your mind that a lot of pro magnets and they're in the military but they're they wouldn't like this dude you're right they like good music they yeah. would rather just hear pantera yeah they want to hear motherfucking pantera or something like that they don't, or whatever kind of music they're into name of god any of it yeah What's up? Oh, no, I'm just laughing. Someone said new wave of military heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sweep want you the to... nation. Like, I feel like they could. It does seem like no. they're going to all this effort to make this stuff. And there is an audience that is primed and ready to buy like limited edition splatter vinyl versions of their new no, album. There's not. There is. No, they're not doing it. I don't. I think that. I don't think they're doing it properly. I feel like I can make these motherfuckers a million dollars. They, if they want rock music with conservative values and patriotic values, you can get Five Finger Death Punch, or even if you want to go, you know, crummy, people, you go Madison Rising. There's still. I, I still know people that don't fuck with rock music, but. It's like Christianity. If it's like, well, it has a good message. If it's for the troops, they will fuck with rock music like this. You think I could play this for my father-in-law and he'd be like, no, I like this. Like, If you told him the story. If I told it's him like, the whole it's thing. It's like when you read the back of a craft beer. When you read a three-paragraph <laughs> story on the back of a craft beer that talks about the brothers and how they came about this whole thing. By the end of it, you're like... You know, this sounds like this sounds like a fun time. You know, this sounds like everybody's just trying to do something fun. <laughs> Take a drink and it tastes like shit, but yeah. you're like trying fun. you're just like, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny that Leroy went to get those gingerbread spices just for this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like the music is the same way. If you said like these are government issued musicians. <laughs> government rock music. This is government, government rock music. Rock music. Yeah. I want to I want to say this video we're watching, you know when that cool guitar but riff was going to at the beginning? I want to describe what's happening on the screen. Go ahead. First. Uh, uh the chat uh oh Ahasem points out that like you could talk up you could do rap pretty easily. I know. And I think that it is that does highlight to me where how unpopular this kind of music is. It's throwback. The young people that like it maybe are just listening to it because it was from a long time ago, but this is not pop and not a popular style of music at all. Well, and here's, here's the reason it exists probably on a even higher level is that like a guy in the military music division, cause there's a whole division they have, oh, yeah. you know, they play the standard. That's they, a serve. 
Yeah, they have all that stuff. Uh, uh, so the somebody in the music division was like, look, I got a killer voice. I sound like Bruce Dickinson, <laughs> Iron Maiden. And then at other times, I can sound like Godsmack or Disturbed. It's just, I can do a Rascal kind of Flats thing. if you really yeah. want to get into it. I mean, if you like Rascal Flats, I can, I can fucking go nuts with it. And then he was like, and you know, if we want to get young people more engaged and like part of the military, make them want to get in, they love this rock and roll music and they like the hard rock stuff. You know, they think we're stodgy. They think that we like all come in in our crisp uniforms and we stand straight up and they don't want to be bossed around, man. And you know what could send them the signal better than some fucking just hard rocking tunes. And uh, then, you know, the the head of the thing was like, I got to get approval. They got approval. And that was when Max Impact was born. It is like this idea that they need to do something hipper, something cooler. You can't just play standards, patriotic standards. That's not going to get you anywhere with young people. And they but want I mean, young people to sign up for the military. And they also think that they're when they're performing, they're essentially performing for young people a lot well, of times. Because most of the people that are over there fighting are young. Yeah, but I also have to say that like the the change for hard rock radio is just absolutely horrible because when you talk about uh Metallica doing songs like One or doing songs about war and the military in the 80s, by the time I was graduating high school uh in the early 2000s, hard rock radio was extremely patriotic and very pro fucking troop and it went away from like se- like Hard Rock was saying, like, why are people dying to kill other poor people overseas? And then they have turned it into, I'm making a sacrifice. And that it did make that turn. And at the 2005 and beyond, Hard Rock, you know, Theory of a Fucking Dead Man and all of the, the, the bands that followed them are, were literally just troop rock. Like, for people that fire a machine gun. And do yeah. co- do the collateral damage video. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. That Godsmack kicked it off, and they were definitely they're a sellout. Too. You're talking about like also you're saying like this is hard rock radio. We're talking about this isn't like metal. This isn't a genre. It is just what they play on the hard rock radio station in your city. Yeah, that's this, what this sounds like. Right, and because uh, a lot of hard a lot of ho- heavy music actually goes into themes and things that are not palatable for the radio and you can't sell five hour energies in between so they're approximating they're approximating the hard rock radio style of music and they like that is already so distilled that this thing just comes off so fucking bad so the beginning just thinking about some guy that wears like a belt above his belly button being like (laughs) i want to cut loose i think the mill i think the navy can have a new point of view on this thing <laughs> so uh i wanted to talk about how this video starts you know when oh, that cool corn? guitar lick right that you know that cool guitar lick yeah the, at the beginning here's what's happening during that during the beginning of that song this guitar licks playing a guy it zooms out from a alarm clock that says 3 45 a.m and a guy gets out of bed He doesn't, like, struggle, really, to get out of bed. He gets straight up. He goes in the bathroom. He shaves. And then he walks out the door and shuts it. And the camera stays on a sign that's hanging on his door that says, No whining. So, 
<laughs> that's the video? That's the first part of the video is that they they that guy shaves and then yeah, the door says no whining. <laughs> Why don't they just show like the first part of Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> they, well, they don't want to show that movie. They don't like that one. Okay. See, that's the fucking thing. The riffs are like, why are you wasting this riff? You know? Oh, shit. This song's for drilling Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm nervous. Step outside of you. So this song in the video now is people showing up at boot camp. Yeah, like, like the- it's all the boot camp stuff. Yeah, it's like really romanticized, but really they fucked up romanticizing boot camp back in the day because that was actually what kept me out of the military. Was people were always like, yeah, boot camp's fucking tough, man. They fucking yell at you and cuss you and push you down and fucking treat you like garbage. And then, like, in the end, you come out with respect. And I'm like, I don't fucking want that. I don't want none of that shit. That's true. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I thought soldiers were corny when I was 18. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I still do. Yeah. (laughs) What? This is stupid. I mean, this is Sucks. this is somebody that's writing an inspirational poster for the wall. Like <laughs> this is literally where, like, well, if I was walking in for the first time to the to my first day of day of training, I'd love to have these wise words written on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that what that is? It is. That's what it sounds like. Will you take this challenge? Oh. No. no. Nope. <laughs> Fuck no. I'm not up to it. I'm not up to this challenge. Follow those who know the way the destination's you. Wait, 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 wait. The destination is who? You? You. Which is, that's totally not what they're Oh, you're going to find yourself. No, no, that's what they're saying. They always say you're going to find yourself, but you can't find yourself when you have to act like everybody else. Yeah. Alcoholism isn't finding yourself. That's Everybody has that. (laughs) I've never heard somebody say you find yourself in the military. I've never thought that you... Really? I always feel like it's like uh, I found a new sense of duty to my brothers and sisters in the military. Like, it was never... Never like I found myself. I know who I am. It was I found myself, which was always just in relation with the U.S. military. We got a lot of good troop listeners. I have to say, I know there's like a bajillion of them that have showed up to the show and written in and stuff. And I think that people, you know, learn eventually, like eventually understand how stupid it is. But like once you're in the like, there's just everything is priming you to uh, show up and believe this dog shit i know that's why i say and you're, you're not gonna find yourself in that situation no you know no they're helping it's it's the same thing as christianity they're helping you find yourself like they're the ones like yeah you need to find yourself basically i've already picked out what yourself is <laughs> you need to find yourself and yeah it's with you're a troop this, you're yeah. a christian you're whatever it is i've decided what you are you're an right. american you've right. been claimed 
Well, that's one of the reasons also what you were just saying is like, I have met a lot of our listeners that were in the military or maybe even still are. It's a bad, it's a and mistake. Not a sin. Yep, People make that mistake. All of them say they made a mistake. And it's also exactly the same. They would never like this. No. They would never go for something like this. You know, there's music. <laughs> People grow up with music. They don't go to the military to discover new yeah, music. They can come in there and they have it with them. It's not like back in the day where like you had to sit home and listen to your phonograph and then you went over to war and you're like, fuck, there's no phonographs over here. Whatever the fuck they used to listen to with those cones and stuff like that. Victrola. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. You didn't take your Victrola overseas. So they had to bring over a fucking band to play whatever corny Victrola music you want to hear. And you got to hear it like once every you know, three yeah. months while you were over in Vietnam or see, whatever like that. You got to see a woman's stockings, maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> these people fucking have little Uzi Vert and they have yeah. like the latest Yeah, they have an on Metallica demand. or they have fucking, you know, Master of Puppets. There is no practical use for Max Impact. There is no reason for them Colin to exist. Colin Powell should be listening to them or this something. This is maybe, like, yeah. Like, I feel like it should be used against all the military people. Yeah, I guess they, yeah, yeah. When, when, what'll happen is in order to get out, you have to listen to Max Impact turned all the way up. Uh, one concert, you have to stand somewhere and do that. Like, when they torture people, right. like, you have to do that. So let's, uh, let's play out a little more Find You, see if we find ourselves, really. <laughs> This guy's got some hype. I like Breaking Benjamin, so this sounds like that to me. Ooh, switch up. Ooh, that's jazzy. I mean, these guys look like total dorks. I didn't realize I could see them. Oh, I can't see them. But they're not going to be like... Okay, we'll find you. Oh, uh, don't rip off Godsmack, man. Many. Ew. Too Ew. many voices. This Ew. also, I have to say, like, uh, listening to metal, I, I think that you should have a signature voice and maybe maybe go into other things. But Two, three voices. They've 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 gone into half a dozen voices. Like I, I've one heard song too. so many different voices in this song. It's also yeah. so many different like music parts too where yeah. it's just like you're listening to it for 12 seconds and it's then like all fucking, it's not a misfit song it's a five minute fucking song it's a smorgasbord <laughs> yeah. it's like a buffet it's like a fucking it's it's literally like a cafeteria food <laughs> of all of the rock music that's out there like we'll we'll do something else like shit i'll sing like rem for a minute it's like, their job to make rock music they're max impact if you're yeah. a max impact that's your fucking job switch ups also are impressive to stupid people yeah there's a part where, like, you at a certain point, you're like, "Whoa, that changed!" Like, that's impressive, and it's like, "Man, was it?" Well, Dang, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I can you, change my voice five times. Hey, 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 hey. Was yeah, that impressive. Nicki oh. Minaj does it great. <laughs> if you choose to through, oh, fuck you! Okay. Story will 
the path is right in front of you. Now your story will begin. Well, remember the old sword commercial? Yeah. The, the, there was an... Back in the day, all the time during Saturday morning cartoons, there was this Marines commercial where this, like, barbarian guy would get this sword. piece. And all a chess piece was it a chess piece. It was yeah. It, the the soldier was a chess piece, and then there was a big dragon. I thought yeah, yeah. And he grabbed the sword, and then all of the so all of a sudden the sword turned into this marine sword, and he's like in them pants that have the b- the belt above the belly button, you know. Like yeah. he's well wearing those pants, and he's like swinging the sword around, and he like does you know magical shakes with it to get like yeah the the patriotic power out of it. And he does his like whole routine with a fucking sword. I mean, sword routines are something that would draw me in, like more than this music. Metal band did that. If someone was like, "You can, you have to get this sword and learn how to study this sword," that is more impressive than. I don't know. Maybe I would rather do a metal band. Would you rather learn the blade or the the band? The band. You want to do the band? All I've ever wanted to be was in a metal band. Yeah, I think I want to do. I want to learn how to fight a dragon with the sword. Okay, well, you take that. I'll be in the metal band. Okay, having fun, you know. But it does. It 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 uh is it's like dusting up those vibes for me, where it feels like this is the music to pump you up, so that you're like really believe this bullshit. It's like self help music. It, it's self help too. I know. I know. They're just massage. It's just massaging you all the way. There's nothing about it that is honest. It's just telling you that like your service towards imperialism was worth it and divine and true and the outcomes of it aren't necessary because you are willing to give the ultimate sacrifice. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Well, that's Max Impact. Um Love them. here's the fucking thing. Love we just Max did Impact. a whole commercial for Max Impact. Now everybody's going to We fucked it up. With them. They're going to have 2 billion subscribers now. Yeah. Our listeners are going to love that music. That's to, this is to the Street Fight fans would like. I'm honestly thinking of like some of the songs they ripped off and I'm like, I'm going to listen to those after this show is over. <laughs> well, why don't like, you listen to Max Impact? Why don't you do the right thing? Like, I'm, I'm just going to turn on the Blitz. Like, I'm just going to do some hard rock radio <laughs> listening and. Get it out of my system. I think it's wrong. I think you should listen to Max Impact. They do everything you want. Are they on Spotify? I don't know. I didn't look. I got them on YouTube. Uh, but that's the show. We did plugs in the middle of the show, so I think we can just uh, straight up end it. Come see our live show, though. We're going to be in uh, nice. uh, the on streaming on Littlefield's website, littlefieldnyc.com. Just go to streetfight.com. We'll streetfightradio.com and find out how you can get in. Me and Brett are going to create a new world uh with the world's least lo- with the world's most low tech powerpoint presentation yes peace uh oh. you can find uh, max impact if you go <laughs> they're not on there it's it, there's playlists by enthusiastic fans that just is like US Air Force max impact there's nothing locked and loaded people just uploaded it yeah unfortunately max impact is not doing good seo or social media outreach um <laughs> Yeah, we'll be live on the 28th uh, doing a show for Littlefield Benefit for People's Justice Project and hashtag save our stage uh, so that the folks at Littlefield can keep their jobs because they've done a great, great job of uh, hosting us when we've been in New York City. So that's happening later this month. Follow us on social media. 
uh, at Street Fight WCRS on uh, Facebook, Twitch. Not tw- I always say Twitch because it's the most popular, but you changed the name, and so it fucks me up. It's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Street Fight WCRS. On Twitch, it's just twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. And if you are an Amazon subscriber, and I know all of us talk shit about them all the time, but uh, Brian... All y'all are. (laughs) Yeah, I do enjoy Amazon Prime for their video content. And uh, if you... music docs on there. Like, so many of them. Death by Metal. Uh, Salad Days. The Slow and whatever one. Yeah. Whatever that one wasn't we, good. We, we're we're almost two hours in. That's fine, but uh, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying that like, if you have an Amazon subscription, you can subscribe to a show for free. You get one free subscription on Twitch. Head to Twitch.tv/streetfightradio. Use your free subscription for us. That will transfer free money. It's like three dollars. We'll get three dollars if you do it. And it costs nothing to you. I'm belching myself to death. We've done two hours, and we love all y'all for doing this and listening and putting up with our shit. We'll see you on Sunday. Peace. She's in love with herself. She likes the dark. And on her milk white neck, the devil's mark. Now it's all hollow The moon is full Or will she trick or treat?